We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Price seems easy to me. But maybe that's just uh, recency bias from last week's podcast, since I wasn't on it. <laughs> I wasn't around the crap on it. I'm not going to crap on him two weeks in a row, obviously. I, I'll set myself <laughs> up uh, to look really, really bad, but, uh, you know. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, joined on this Thursday, April 18th, by Skylar Redpath and Daniel Bramlett for a super double Major League Soccer preview for this weekend. We have a three-game slate on Friday, a four-game slate already up for Saturday, and Skyler thinks we might get a night slate as well, Daniel. Although it's not up, so we can't talk about it. But you were the uh, you were the one willing to push this for the the two slate preview. So pressure. I on. work for the people, Andrew. I work for the people, and uh, <laughs> I know they want it. So let's let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so we've got three games on Friday. Like I said, we've got uh, Toronto, or I'm sorry, FC Cincinnati home against Real Salt Lake. 
Toronto at home against Minnesota. Toronto's the biggest favorite on the slate. And then the Galaxy hosting the Dynamo in the late game. And there is a showdown for that one, but we don't, we're not going to dive into that. Um, is the, I think the, the biggest question on this slate, and uh, Daniel, I'm going to go to you for the answer to this question. Is there any reason not to play Zlatan Ibrahimovic? No, there's zero reason. Lock him in even at the most expensive price, I think, just because his his uh, his form is too good. I, I don't know. It's tough. It makes the rest of your lineup building tough, obviously. But this is a late game. You don't know for sure that he's going to start, but I would expect him to. So I, I don't know. I, Skyler may differ, but I think he, you got to lock him in. So I know Skyler loves Lawton, so. We, we have some listeners who, who really don't like to play him, which I don't get at all because he seems to have essentially a 12-point floor. But um, Skyler, you playing Zlatan? I'm not because I will not be in a uh, DFS territory Friday <laughs> night, unfortunately. So, uh, there, so there's um, maybe an edge, I guess you could say, without me being in any of the contest tomorrow night. I don't know. Is that being a little too cocky? <laughs> um, Your goal pretty good. It's not, it's not too cocky, but... Um, but no, I, um, Zlatan's always an elite play. I, I think a case could be made, though, for um, trying to work in guys like Pozuelo and Alessandrini, um, both $2,000 cheaper. And I think if you build around those guys, I mean, they've got a safer floor than Zlatan. I mean, Zlatan's goal upside is just it's, – it's really hard to fade because you know he's good for a brace to a hat trick, and that could – you know, that could kill your team if uh, if you fade that. But I think Alessandrini and Pozuelo's numbers, um, you know, could push Zlatan any given game. So mm-hmm. um, I think a case could be made for, especially in cash builds, fading Zlatan, um, you know, if, if you're building around Pozuelo and Alessandrini. I think that the uh... – the thing of it is, though, is there's not a whole lot of other forwards you really feel great about spending up for. So I think if you fit Zlatan with the value forward, then it's almost kind of like you're splitting the difference. And uh, there's a couple guys down there. I mean, you can go through some of the, the mid-range first, but once we get down to the dregs, there's a couple guys that I think are worth worth a shout to. So, Are they actually worth a shout, or are they just worth a shout because you're jamming Zlatan in? <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see when we get down there. How about that? <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's really turning to Josie Altidore as a Zlatan replacement. He's the second highest guy on the slate. But you pretty much get to the to Quintero and kind of pick your poison on the Houston guys. Unless you're going to try to convince me that Cincinnati is starting someone up front that is worth playing, probably in addition to Zlatan, not instead of, right? Right, right, yeah. Uh Again, like Skyler, I'll let you talk more on the mid range if you want to. But this is finally the week where I can comfortably fade Darwin Quintero. I think on the wow, road. So, it finally happened. Him. I love him. So wow, well, he had a, a, I think a lot of people will probably be off him after his his last game, which was his you know his game back from a game or two off from being injured. Um, he puts up four five points um, in a six goal. Yeah. Barn burner with NYCSE. Like, how does that happen? Um, <laughs> that was shocking to me. So I think a lot of people will say, yeah, he's going on the road. Um, fairly tough matchup for, for Minnesota at Toronto. So, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you there, Daniel. Just I think that he's fadeable here. 
he doesn't have the peripherals like he had last season. He doesn't have the set piece appeal with Greg Use in the mix now. So um, I don't mind fading him here. Um, I do like uh, Andrew mentioned uh, FC Cincinnati forward potentially uh, to look out for, and I think Darren Maddox has a, uh, a case. I think there's a, there's a case to be made for him at home against Salt Lake um, with Adi out of the mix. I mean, he's really kind of a great game like against Adi. Yeah, and he's like the last man standing in their attack. Um, I guess just for you know, for if Cincinnati keeps going with that kind of lone forward setup, and so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind Maddox, and if you're uh, rolling out kind of a mid range forward, I think Salt Lake's a team to attack, and Cincinnati's um, at home, then I think they could turn in a pretty big performance. So I think Maddox is a decent shout. Yeah, I'm 100% with you on that. Uh, I, I want to be early on the train that Cincinnati's actually kind of good. Uh, the trend of recent expansion teams is they actually come out swinging and, uh, and are pretty good. You know, maybe Minnesota accepted. Uh, but they were in the same year in Atlanta, so it didn't matter, right? Um, but I, uh, regardless of all that, I do think Maddox is good, but I can go even cheaper. I can go even cheaper, and I, I can, even though I like Cincinnati, take look uh, to the road team there and Jao Plata for uh, – or excuse me uh, – I, I didn't see him in the list because he was in my lineup. Savarino for 6,100. I think uh, you get a pretty nice floor for 6,100, even on the road from Jefferson Savarino. And uh, he's my he's my Zlatan saver in the second forward spot. You know, you might call it a dinky-do on the EPL podcast. I don't know, Andrew, but it's not quite dinky enough. I, I won't maybe, call it that, but, but yeah. somebody will. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. But, yeah, Savarino's my show. Uh, I like I, some Savarino. Our guy Sam Johnson came through last week too. I'm not sure if he carries it over, but um, he was super cheap last week. And I know uh, I, I had him in my lineup. Um, I had him in my season-long lineup, and he delivered with a goal. So um, I don't know. I wouldn't mind rolling him out against Cincinnati. I mean, it's yeah. a three-game slate, not a ton of options. And he's like – I mean, it feels like he's an explosive player that could could uh, pop up with a, a brace or something kind of out of the blue. So. Yeah, he's good and getting better. And uh, like, I don't love his, him for a floor as much. But if, if I if like I need to go even cheaper, I wouldn't even mind going down to five k for for Sam Johnson. To be honest, yeah. So we just went from Cincinnati might actually be better than people think to taking possibly <laughs> two RSL forwards away to Cincinnati. That's where we are. It's now? all in the pricing. It's all okay. in the pricing. I don't mind Maddox either, like Skyler outlined. So yeah. Yeah, it's the I think it's in the pricing and it's just the the short slate and then there's not a lot of options. So um yeah, I'd say Saverino might be the the cash option of the two of course and then if you want to take a, a GPP stab with with uh, Sam Johnson I like that. Now we feels like we completely skipped over guys like uh Elise and Kyoto which Yeah, I was uh, gonna bring him back up. Yeah. Uh, Minotas, of course, which, you know, those guys could explode at any given game, too. And I don't feel like LA Galaxy are a team to avoid, although they have kept a clean sheet in, in back-to-back games. Which of the Houston guys do you like the most? I think I like Elise the most. Um, feels like he's a little bit uh, boomer bust, but he's been boom lately, so... Yeah. Um, Minotis, I mean, he really feels like a guy that you've got to have a goal out of or you're not getting anything. Um, it feels like Elise is, is somebody that can at least get you a few more shots across the board. But His floor has uh, been pretty good, just from, like, shots and yeah, fouls yeah. drawn. 
I mean, when Kyoto is in there, then his floor is is better than all of them. It feels like, but he's his playing time's been so spotty lately. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And even though I don't think uh, that LA is a team to, to necessarily avoid, I don't expect them to keep a clean sheet, really. Even, but uh, it's it is a little bit of a pick pick and choose there. Like you don't know necessarily. Like at least got a goal last game, but it was a rebound off of a Minota shot that almost went in. So like some you never know sometimes how things are going to break. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the in that range. I'll stick with I'll stick with Zlatan and give me someone cheaper down low uh, for for me to start my lineup in the forward spots because I'm going to choose the really expensive midfielder that you mentioned earlier, Pozuelo. I'm going to try to be fitting Zlatan and Pozuelo, so that's why I, I'm gonna, I can skip the Houston guys on the road personally. Hmm. I mean, there are a decent number of midfielders that are like really good options on this slate. Like we've got. Uh, Skyler mentioned Alessandrini, who I think has sent in uh, 105 crosses in the last three games. I'll have to check the stats specifically <laughs> on that. But yeah, you have Alessandrini, Pozzuolo. Um, depends kind of how uh, Houston lines up, but it's, you know we possibly get some guys in Houston. You've got Rusnak. I mean, we uh, spoke before this podcast uh, started. There's a, I believe. Uh, Daniel, you called him a free square. Um, yeah, he's about safe, as free as it gets, I feel. Yeah, what, Kenny safe going, at 5,500. Yeah. I mean, um, Skyler, you made it sound like you'd be okay feeding Zlatan for Alessandrini. Is that kind of in a build with Pozuelo? Yeah, that's where I was going with that. Like, just, I mean, let's see, the two of them, you're paying about 18000 Yeah. Or, uh, Himself is, yeah, is 11,500. So I don't know. I mean, just both of those guys, I feel like you look at Zlatan's last game and yeah, you could, you could say what if this or what if that, but I mean, he had 24 points, I think, or 20, 24 points. So that's two goals. And then you take those goals away and what does he have? Like, that's kind of how I view it. And yes, I mean, it's probably one of the most dangerous goal scorers in the league right now. So you can't really say like, I don't know. I mean, he he does have a floor from his shots most games, but just taking that one game sample size, like you take those two goals away, and he's not coming, he's not bringing any points to the table when you've got guys like Pozuelo and Alessandrini that are hitting at least ten just from stepping on the field, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, right. I and mean, I think that's fair. Uh, I mean, Andrew, I know one of your big things that you always love to joke about is pace and people be on pace for I, I heard earlier today that Zlatan is scoring a goal every 60 minutes right yeah. so I think I read that in JD's article maybe uh, um, so that can't keep up right I'm always the guy that thinks like the the, the trend has got to reverse itself at some point so I, I, I could see that but it, it still is such a tough fade but I don't know you're, you're, you're making me think about it a little more Skylar yeah, I'm not. It's, I don't know. It feels like if you, it feels like Pozuelo Alessandrini is the way to go if you're building a cash lineup. But it, but it's like we alluded to earlier, like kind of just a dart throw with any other forward. So um, it's pretty tough. Pretty tough in that regards um, for his roster builds on this slate. Um, I'm looking at a Zlatan Pozuelo Alessandrini build right now. It leaves you with. Uh, Four thousand and twenty bucks for the rest of your squad per player. Yeah, you throw in Kenny safe in there, and it gets even worse. Uh, yeah, then you're going. Maybe we can save some with uh, 
defenders though. We got Arujo, Arujo from LA, mm-hmm. thirty one hundred. I don't know. I'm, I mean, start I'm to uh, yeah starting to think that it's maybe possible, but I don't know. It looks pretty rough down there at the bottom. I mean, it's possible if you go with uh, Sam Johnson or if yeah, I don't know if it is. Terrence Boyd gets a random start. I'm not sure he's even been on the bench. Oh, I guess he has been on the bench a few times, but I don't know. It's yeah, it it's pretty ugly. Um, other than those three, Alessandrini, Pozzuolo, and um, and safe. Are there other like are you really gonna end up? passing up one of those guys to play Rusnak or Krylock or Memo if he starts kind of in the right spot or Tomas Martinez. Like I, it seems like you're pretty much skipping most of the other guys and that might be okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's similar to the forward spot in that regard for me. I mean, I, I like all those guys on a lot of other slates. I don't necessarily like them many of them here. Uh, I could almost go to. I could almost see Grey Goose. You know, he he's pretty strong. He's a little. His price is up though, and his matchup is is one of the worst he's had. So, th- that's tough to play. Uh, yeah, I'd probably rather just pay the extra three hundred for Rusnak. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I agree there. Um, you know, uh, if Saif was not in, you could you could expect Lamar to get the sets, and he's more. He's six thousand. So, I mean, you're paying extra for a guy that you didn't like as much. So, right. Um, I love playing more for guys I like less. Yeah, yeah. Well, it happens. Uh, Legit uh, for LA. You know, I'm, I'm in this range where I'm just looking at Joe Corona. You know, some of these guys. Who knows? They're, they're just names. Them, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty so much bad the studs for... at the top, and uh, and Kenny Saif for me. Yeah. Anyone near Corona the bottom and, you like, uh, Skyler? Well, uh, Daniel just mentioned Corona and Legit. Like those are guys I've always got my eye on as potential plays, but they've just been so bad as far as just <laughs> fantasy production um, through the first several games that it's hard to click, you know, click that plus symbol and feel good about it. So um, I feel like we should give a public service announcement that uh, people can stop playing Michael Bradley. now. That, <laughs> uh, uh, Pozuelo's in the mix. It's, it mm-hmm. seems like the message has been slow to get across just looking at some ownerships, but uh, yeah, he's not fancy points per game averages up there. So it's like, <laughs> Like everybody still looks at that and just says, oh, let me throw Bradley in for whatever yeah, 3, reason. 3,800 for eight and a half, eight and a three quarters. Why not? Yeah. I guess Marlon Harrison might be interesting if he gets another start. 3,600. He started last game in the attack and uh, didn't do much. He had four points in 64 minutes, but um, he's a guy that we've seen in the past come up with a game, big game here and there. I don't love it, but. Um, you know, he's kind of in that Jack Price range like uh, last week when Daniel blew me off. But, uh, <laughs> I don't, to, he's not to, my, uh, to your profit and my loss on that one. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, at least I got it, uh, up at the top of the podcast for that. Right? That's right. That's right. Hey, don't don't <laughs> let JD off the hook. He blew you off just as much as uh, Daniel did, if not more. I'll give you my uh, my cheapy if he it, you know not a lock to start, but uh, I loved watching him play uh, the other day when he did get a start, which is Richie Larea for Toronto. Mm. Uh, out on the wing was super exciting. Thirty six hundred can definitely make that price pay off. I feel if he gets like seventy minutes, but probably a long shot to start. But keep mm-hmm. an eye out for him. All right, I'm in on that if he starts. 
Uh, anyone at the bottom, Skylar, you find? I imagine we're not getting the random Tommy McNamara start, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, well. The NYC fan in you, Andrew, I'm sure would love always, to see that. Always. But, I always yeah, like yeah. Tommy. Do we lose Skyler? We might have lost him for the moment. Uh, but uh, I think we can, we're ready to go on to Defender anyway, right? Uh, where yeah. the top two guys are out already. This is out, Auro and Felcher. So what can you do? Yeah. I mean, the uh, Araujo, Julian Araujo, who's supposed to start for Felcher is, uh, yeah, like Skyler mentioned, 3,100. Like, uh, fullback for the Galaxy at that price seems pretty easy to me. And then it's more just how do you fill the rest of the other spot? Right. You can kind of get uh, a discount on some guys who've been priced up. I'm thinking like of Lundquist because he's coming off a couple duds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the RSL fullbacks are under 4K, you know, which is, is interesting to see because they're they're usually pretty good. So, but up at the top, you kind of have to decide because uh, Metnire has been awesome mm-hmm. and he's been getting better every game. And then Nick DeLeon, you know, playing in a really attacking role, really forward. Really, role for yeah. <laughs> yeah like he, he's going to lose his defender status at some point because he's basically a midfielder. And he's not even necessarily a winger. He's just, like, up in the attack mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. wing. So. I just am struggling to, like, find the right build. Like, I think if you have Zlatan, I mean, the only way you're getting these guys is if you fade one of – Zlatan, Pozuelo, or Alessandrini. Mm-hmm. And, like, are you really going to fade one of those guys so you can get Nick DeLeon? No, I'm not. <laughs> or or, or Matt and I are on the road, you know, or who Matt, I'm in, in right. a tough matchup. Again, I keep saying, the you know, the Toronto D, I, I somehow fear them, uh, if they whether they've earned it yet or not this season. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't want to pay for Matt and I, are, I don't want to pay for DeLeon. Uh, I don't want to pay for Moro. Uh, I don't even really even Lundquist, who I said mentioned at a discount, still forty three hundred. Maybe if if like all the other set piece takers for Houston were out, maybe that's a sharp play. But probably lay off him. He's his form is kind of dipping. So I'm I'm going cheap because I have to, and yeah, I really don't mind it. So it's it's pretty easy. I, mm-hmm. I, you mentioned Erujo. Um, I think Skelvik also. You could double up the LA guys if they both are. You know, get both sides of it and one of them gets an assist as Laton, you're good mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. <laughs> all, it all, all gets back to Zlatan. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even that much of a Zlatan guy. I just, it's funny. I, I, but I'm flame, carrying the torch for him uh, tonight because, uh, can't help myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the slate d- dictates it for me, I guess. But I do take note of what Skyler said about Al- Alessandrini. It's kind of the biggest decision on the slate. On a, on a short slate like this, you know, your your lineup build construction is always going to come down to just only a couple of decisions. That's why you see a lot of matching lineups and 1v1s and 2v2s. So mm-hmm. that's probably the one you're going to have to make and see which way it goes and stay up late to find out. So, Oof. Um, Skyler, are you back with us? I'm back. Sorry about oh, that. Yeah. Had a uh, sound like a transformer blew up the street. We've got some bad weather coming through the area down here in the south so sorry for the technical difficulties no worries um you missed the entire defender conversation do you have one guy that you think is worth playing uh i think i mentioned him earlier i'm not sure how to pronounce it but Ar- arujo from <laughs> yeah, la yeah i think he's more yeah. of a free square than uh 
Kenny Saif. Yeah, thirty one hundred. He'll be filling in for Rolf Felcher, and uh, you know Felcher has been given the Galaxy a pretty good presence on the right wing, and I think Arujo's, you know, for that. Hey, he dipped in to give us the lock. That's, That's good. right. Yeah. Complain about that. <laughs> Just to so. confirm the lock. Yeah. Um, yeah. The lock is confirmed. Uh, what What do you think? Should we, to keep it tight, should we move on to Saturday? I mean, yeah, I don't even want to talk about goalkeeper yeah, because uh, whoever, not that I ever prioritize goalkeeper on like premier league slates, but if there's ever, if there's any league, where it really is just a total toss up. It's major league soccer. Um, yeah. Just take, take the cheapest home keeper every time <laughs> just, it, over the long run. It'll be the right move. Well, thought I heard Skylar there. Um, yeah, I'm back. There we go. There we go. Uh, let's go to Saturday slate. Um, DraftKings has given us a thousand dollar corner kick um, day slate. So, before you get too excited, we have three different lock time or three different lineup times. Uh, one o'clock Eastern is Chicago home against Colorado and Philly home against Montreal. And then three o'clock Eastern Orlando at home against Vancouver, Vancouver, who played on Wednesday night and is now at home and is now traveling all the way to Orlando uh, for a uh, noon Pacific start. And then we have Atlanta home against Dallas, which would have been a lot more fun last year. But maybe it'll be fine this year. Um, Ignacio Piatti, most expensive player on the slate, may not play. Uh, I imagine that nobody is going to pay 9200 for Dom Dwyer unless anyone wants to convince me otherwise. Come on. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. This is just the, making this sure we've been, this is the slate we've been waiting for guys. I mean, I love this slate. I absolutely love a slate where you can just walk in and stack Orlando city lions and <laughs> let's go, you know, why not? It's, it's about damn time. Uh, I mean, they are playing at home against the Vancouver team on short rest. Um, I like Orlando for sure. I just, it feels like Dwyer's overpriced. Um, I mean, I mean, I don't know what he would have to do to convince me that 9,200 is ever worth it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at his last two starts. I mean, he's and JD, I think, actually mentioned it um, last podcast that he had um, six or more shots and or his last three. His yeah, last three, three out of four. Had, yeah. Yeah. And that's. Um, you know, the game that he didn't, and that was, he came off the bench. So yeah, his last three starts, he's had six or more shots. So, um, you gotta think Vancouver's coming on in on short rest. And I mean, yeah, he could very well be arguably the top forward on the slate here. Just, uh, it's always hard to pay that price for him. Yeah. I might have to let somebody else win with Dom uh, on this one. Unfortunately, I, I... I could, like you said, I could see him blowing up. Uh, the the table is set for that to happen, but uh, probably just not where I'm spending my salary on uh, on on this uh, slate. So, yeah, I mean, of course it feels it's like not. a lot of <laughs> feels like a lot of the forwards that I would normally hesitate on are are pretty pricey. Like Nikolic is up there, mm-hmm. um, he's, but he's, he's on got a goal scoring streak. 
Yeah, exactly. And he's got a pretty good matchup at home too. So he kind of falls in with Dwyer. Like I don't, I never love paying premium for those kind of, you know, just players. I mean, I'm not going to say a poacher, but just guys that, you know, they make their paycheck on scoring goals and don't do a ton more than that. So. Yeah, there's way better options on that that team at the same position. So it's it, we probably uh, we might as well have been talking about Wando for the last two minutes. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Nick, uh, I will shout out your boy Kai, who's also we have there. All these guys more expensive than Joseph Martinez. Who uh, Andrew? I will say like a lot of things about Atlanta United were more fun last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this matchup included, but. Get me down to get me down to Mueller. I mean, I'll just I'll go all the way down to Mueller on this slate and start there. Hopefully he's starting. And uh, yeah, I was gonna say he up. starts again. He got a start finally last game. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I think it's a little tougher spot, right? I mean, this is this is the, well, the spot. Yeah, say he didn't do anything. He had seven crosses, which on DraftKings is is worth uh worth a good bit there. So. Yeah, 8,300 feels just so much for a guy that we've all played at like 4,300 multiple times. <laughs> that that is definitely true. Get you get ready for it with uh, Wong Inbaum for sure for uh, for uh, Vancouver. Maybe not in this slate, but he's gonna be up there soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you're really gonna play Chris Mueller over all of these goal dependent guys that we mentioned? Like, really? <laughs> In cash, starts, I think yeah. I would. Yeah, if he starts, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. I. Jeez. All right. I wish Joseph was under eight eight thousand again. I might. I might consider him, but eight five hundred is a little steep. It just feels so. He'll sad. probably go nuts. Oh yeah. Ugh. Which Which of these of the guys above Mueller do you think is most likely to hurt you if you don't have them? I think it's Joseph. I think a lot of people are going to be off him. Um, feels like he's got a big game coming in. I mean, just I mean, maybe it's just the the gut feeling saying that. But he had five shots the last game at New England. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's kind of got a chip on his shoulder. He's, he doesn't have something to prove, but I think that he's going to come back and remind everybody of uh, just what he what he what he can offer, what he can bring to the table. So. I don't know. It feels like if there's anybody like that, I don't that I wouldn't feel excited about fading. It would be him. I agree. Okay, but you'll be happy to take the two hundred and play Chris Mueller. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. We'll see. I haven't, I haven't built. I, I, I haven't built the full lineup for this one yet. I had a, my entire lineup was built for the last slate when we first started talking about it uh, before we. Yeah, if Mueller, right, if Mueller starts and he definitely sticks out as as like the cash game the cash roster build play um but that you know that could leave you with like a seven spot or something if he doesn't do anything besides just crossing so right right where you've got a joseph that could have his lifetime game like last game and score two goals and get two twenty four points and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there you go that's all you need well the good news is that orlando never disappoints so we'll be fine um <laughs> <laughs> so who's your second then if you're if Mueller's the first? Like Daniel, for, uh, are you going cash. after that? Yeah, for cash. 
I'll be honest, it's it's a little bit of a wasteland. Uh, yeah, that's that's slightly below there. I may end up having to pay up, pay up double there. Maybe maybe I'll go Mueller with Joseph. Who knows? You know, I, I will say there's a couple good options. It's kind of like the Friday night slate where the top is loaded, the mid range is weak, and the bottom is is kind of nice, like to help you get those constructions. I, I don't know. Is there anyone from eight k down to six k that you would prioritize, Skyler? That I might be not think not uh, valuing. Yeah, I mean, we've mentioned before on the podcast, and he's gone a little bit under the radar, but uh, Nicholas Mesquita has been putting together some pretty nice uh, pretty nice game logs. And I don't know, I mean, Chicago on the road, like I'm not always keen on playing guys on the road, but uh, Mesquita's been taking corners, um, been taking shots. He had, he's gotten a golden, goal and an assist his last couple of games. So um, I might, you know, I don't know. I mean, in this last game, he did all of that off the bench. So um, he's an interesting player. I mean, he's a guy that I'd probably look for if he starts, and I think he might be on set pieces and stuff. I think he might be a worthy cash game play on kind of a condensed slate. What about a calm? Yeah, calm just been so up and down. Like, I don't know. I like the matchup at home. Um We'll see if he starts, though. He's, he's been coming off around the 66, 68th minute the past two games. That's no good. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so, and so it's like, yeah, he's had the he's had the goals, but he's, his forward like we used to play him for isn't really there anymore. Mm-hmm. You, you know who's kind of uh, coming around is uh, is Berrios. His, his, uh, he does have one dud in his recent game log, but... He's also starting to show a little bit more of a floor over his last four games. You know, he had, he had two assists. They kind of helped him. I don't know. I, I don't fear that Atlanta defense. I, just like you said, at Chicago is not that bad, tough a matchup for Mosquito. I wouldn't say at Atlanta is a tough matchup this year, you know, unfortunately for the uh, for United fans. Yeah. What about if we get another start from Harry Novillo? Yeah. Novillo was good last game. Um yeah, my YouTube crush from the uh, from the right. one podcast, right. of course. Yeah, like I love this guy. I, I, I missed that he was playing the last slide, I think, because it was like a showdown or something, I, and I uh, I didn't get his goal. So brutal. I mean, he's probably not taking set pieces because those are spoken for, but like 4,800 is not bad. This, I mean, there's another slate where like there are midfielders that are worth rostering. And so spending up on Chris Mueller and who was the other one we had? Uh, Joseph. Weber. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to troll it a little more than that, but. Kai. Let's say yeah. Kai. <laughs> <laughs> the cross country Kai. Or, oh, no, he doesn't play for Vancouver anymore. I keep doing that. But I don't know. I, I mean, looking at the midfielders, as much as I made fun of. Um, of Dwyer being so expensive, I'm sure somebody will tell me that Nani has a lock at 8,800. Nobody? Uh, it depends on the lineup. What do you think, Skyler? Yeah, I don't know about lock. Um, he, his results have, have started to come around. He's starting to to get the goals and assists. Um, he's taking... Yeah, yeah, he had a goal off the bench last game. So he's had a goal or an assist in three straight, if you want to play that card. Um, he's starting to – I mean, his, his set-piece role is kind of 
body though, so it's not like he's like got a monopoly of set pieces. Yeah. Um, but the matchup, I like I like the matchup, even though Vancouver did just shut out LAFC. Um, but it's a long road trip for them. Quick turnaround. They're playing early on Saturday, so I feel like we've got to have some Orlando City exposure on the slate. Whether it's like Mueller, maybe a little Nani Mueller stack. Throw Dwyer in there. <laughs> We're getting uh getting kind of towards the bottom of the barrel if we squeeze all through all three of those guys in there, right? Yeah, I mean you you could consider Ruan instead of a forward. I mean we'll get to him, but uh, yeah, it's funny, Andrew. Like you're you're sitting here arguing against every play from the biggest favorite on the slate. What's going <laughs> into you, man? Come on, uh, you don't like any of these guys. Yeah, I don't. It, it's weird. It's it's more about them than it is like if they were if it was another team with these same type of guys, I'd be perfectly fine with it, but. Um, because it says ORL, you can't yeah. click the name. Yeah. yeah, I'm out. I'm out on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well. Yeah. I know I, we do have some Orlando fans uh, in the audience that will be uh, letting you hear about that uh, on Twitter for sure. So, I mean, uh, who do you like? They're fine. I just, uh, well, it's not, I mean, Tider, I think, is probably a, a safer play even on the road than, than Nani and, um, you know, the the Philly situation is probably the most frustrating, but I'm always a Fabian fan. Uh, but I def and I definitely won't take Barco. Don't worry, I'm not going to bring him in here. Um, but like those He's are the on guys. Fire. It's Barco's team now. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> and Barco is going to be a popular play this week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Ty Dare's averaging six fantasy points his last three. Yeah. Be careful. He's yeah. struggled lately. Yeah, he has. I definitely pay the extra two hundred for Nani if it's between those two. All right, but yeah, I like Barco. I know you didn't. I mean, I'm sorry you didn't want to bring him up, but you did bring him up, and so now we're here. And yeah. uh, he's a, he's a good play. I expect him to be popular, like Skyler said. I mean, his peripherals are up across you know the board and in his game logs. Like as the, as uh, the season's gone on, he's scoring goals. Uh, he hasn't got any assists yet, but he's setting up shots. I expect an assist to come. So I'm I'm in on Barco. <sighs> um, you never go there again, Andrew. So. Oh, I'm not going there. Uh, if I yeah. lose to Barco, so be it. Um, but no, I'm not going back there. What about the Dallas guys? Like, is Pomacall worth 7,300 at Atlanta? I don't think so. I'm, yeah, I'm probably there's another guy in that range. Um, Gaetan, 7,200. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this is this mm-hmm. could be a breakout game for him. So. I'm paying for anybody in that range. It's got time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And but right below him, I, you know, pour pour some out for sub 6K Brendan Aronson. You know, there's <laughs> a long road to get here. Sub 5K, really. He so, jumped from yeah. 4,400 to 6,900, which is not very nice, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, I still may want to go there just because I've uh, grown to love him so much. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's if – it's, uh, fine to just dismiss Pomacall like completely because he has been good for DFS purposes but I just don't like the matchup on the road at Atlanta I feel like Atlanta might be kind of turning the corner and uh I had I played um Carlos Hill at home against Atlanta last uh last late I believe or last weekend and that just didn't turn out well so Kind of a, a little bit of a bad taste in my, left in my mouth from like having you know trying to capture the set piece taker against Atlanta like kind of 
reminded me of why I avoided playing guys against Atlanta last season. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of where I am with Pomacall. Yeah, I mentioned Barrios earlier, but I, I would not play him in a midfield spot. His value kind of came from being a forward in that range. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I agree. Like I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna go with Aronson over Pomacall just because he's at home. Uh, you know, in the same range. If we're talking young Team USA players, uh, I also love Gaetan. Obviously, uh, Skyler mentioned it, and there's not much more to say. I think he's gonna break out. Is there any consideration of playing Mihalovich instead of Gaetan? I would assume not. I think Gaetan started over Mihalovich last game, so I think that might kind of, you know, you might have your answer. Just You're not going to have both? Okay. Starting lineup. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so um, another guy, though, that is in the conversation, let me see where he's priced. Uh, he's a little bit higher than I would hope, but Alexander Katai, been really good lately. He's uh, 8,100. Wow, guy had eight shots and nine crosses last mm-hmm. game. That was that good, but um, he's been really active for him, and uh, I think he's worth paying for in this in this matchup on a pretty short slate. Do you like him more than Barco? I think I do. Okay. I think uh, Barco's got a little tougher matchup. Um, I mean, I like Barco. I think he's he's a fine play. I like. I think Katai's worth paying up for that little bit extra, though. Yeah. Yeah, um, he feels like he's he's doing a little bit more uh, in Chicago's attack than than Barco yeah. would be for Atlanta. Yeah, uh, I imagine there's not a lot of love for uh, Inbiom despite scoring yesterday. Uh, like a match all the way in Orlando now probably isn't worth goal chasing again, right? Yeah, he also got really beat up in that game. Took mm-hmm. some hard fouls. He was limping around. I was like, kind of worried that he might sub early. Um, and I'll stay away from him this week for all the reasons you mentioned, and and a little bit of concern over just how much of a, a banged up he's been. But he's awesome. He's one of the best newcomers to MLS this year. I'm a big fan. Yeah, it, it really hasn't translated as much as I've hoped um, for DFS purposes. Um, last night was probably his biggest game of the season, um, for sure. But if he doesn't get that goal, then he's he hasn't really been doing a ton to uh, get too excited about. I don't know. I mean, he's he's been he's been good um, for the. He's price. been great relative to his price. He's been great relative yeah. to how he's been priced. That's all I'll say. Is like that, that's yeah. What I, so yeah. Say for the price, and if if he starts, then I think he would definitely have to be. In consideration, but I'm I'm kind of with you. I'm I'm a little hesitant to build around him. Um, yeah, and now he's priced so, way up. So just like Aaron. So. Yep. Okay. Um, Skyler, is there anyone worth considering between? Um, I'll I'll do Inbiom because that's where we were between Inbiom and Jack Price at thirty six hundred. See, take a quick look. It's more of a Jack Price question, but as I was like going through and I'm like, I think I'd play Jack Price over this guy, and I think I'd play Jack Price over this guy, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm all the way back up to Inbiom. Yeah, no, I think um, I think, I think uh, Jack Price is it. I mean, I don't know. The only other ones I was going to consider were the other guys on his team. Like I was like, oh, Failhaber, I think Acosta's – done being worth playing but it's like there's really nothing in between that would make me think i should play these guys 
Yeah, Fellhaber has had a couple of good games back-to-back, so um, I don't know. He's he's kind of gone up the radar a little bit for me, but he's still not a guy that I'm it's really getting the juices flowing to try to squeeze him into a lineup, especially if Price is, you know, he's still, what, he's 3,600, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's on set pieces. Like, you're basically getting a min price. Well, it's, it's, his price is creeping up, but you're getting a set piece taker for about as cheap as they come. So I wouldn't mind playing them, rolling them out again. I guess they're, the only hesitation might be if Mesquita starts and he could eat into a good share of uh, prices, set pieces. But mm-hmm. I, I still like them. I mean, 3,600, like, I don't know, give me seven points. Like, I'd be okay with 2X on a, on a short slate like this for 3,600. Yeah, I, I would say just don't sleep on the home guys in that matchup that might get a chance to get in. Uh, make sure to check for Frankowski uh, if he's in. I think you would. I would play him over Price uh, at home, even without the set pieces. And uh, Gujar, he played left back, I think, last week. Uh, and so you always hate to play that out-of-position guy who can't get the clean sheet bonus when he's on the back line. But it worked out. He was a, he was really attacking. He was He was up there. I, he's a little more of a question mark. I'd probably lean on the safety of the price set pieces over him, but at least something someone to consider for sure. Hmm. Price seems easy to me, but maybe that's just uh, recency bias from last week's podcast since I wasn't on it. <laughs> wasn't around the crap on him. I'm not going to crap on him two weeks in a row. Obviously I I'll set myself <laughs> up uh, to look really, really bad, but uh, you know, yeah, I just I was about to expand on why I liked him, and then he just rolled on to defenders. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's he's got. I mean, what five point floor at thirty six hundred? That's not bad. You know, in in almost any matchup, you can't complain about it. Yeah, I mean the the set pieces are nice at that price, and that's you know that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyone we didn't cover. That is worth covering. We obviously skipped a ton of guys, but that's mostly because I didn't think any of them were worth more than Jack Price. I can't believe I just said that. It's yeah, it's I mean Jack's world. We're just living in it. <laughs> I've been. I'm still waiting for a, a breakout Pity Martinez game. Um, still waiting on that to come. He played three minutes at New England, and I think a lot of that had to do with coming off a hamstring injury and playing on turf. So, um, wait, do the, the Rebs play on turf, don't they? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think that was probably just a precautionary. Um, if he starts again, I don't know. I mean, he was, he's going to be super low owned. Like I wouldn't mind taking some stabs with him and some, some tournaments. Yeah. If he starts, it takes me off Barco probably just takes me off both of them though. Are either of them actually better than Julian Gressel, though? No, of course not. That's a good, <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout. Gressel's been good. And and Gressel's been on, uh, he's the most overlooked player in uh, MLS DFS, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at um, four straight games with double digits. Yeah. That's mostly based on, you know, his shots and cross volume. So, uh, yeah, that's a good shout. See, there's always an alternative to Barco. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, any defenders you're paying up for? Defenders are priced way up. When, way uh, up. Yeah, when when Daniel mentioned Ruan or Juan, uh, sixty two hundred. Man, that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty penny for a defender, but he's been bringing it. I mean, pretty much like ten points, game in and game out. Jamutinho, Orlando Jamutinho is almost as expensive as Wolves Jamutinho. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I think it's worth. Uh, I think it's worth trying to find room to pay out for these uh, the Orlando backs and Mutinho and Ruan. Like Vancouver has been a team to target for crossing, and uh, I mean, that's what those guys do. They're on the wings. They're trying to float balls into the box for Dwyer to get on the end of. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind paying up if you have extra cash on the slate. I wouldn't mind paying up for either of those guys. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I completely agree. I I might lean. I kind of like Kai Wagner maybe a little more than Moutinho, but maybe that's just yeah, a little biased because I've been playing him a lot this season. Uh, <laughs> because Moutinho is definitely in the better matchup. So yeah, um, I assume you stay away from the Vancouver guys, though. Even I mean. Adnan, who knows if he still has penalty duty, but um, we got a, the Scott Sutter revenge game. Oh, yeah, that we do. Um, that's yeah, obviously. He's probably, yeah. He's probably can, a lot to start, too, because I think Nerwinski started last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feels like those Sutter two have been like, going swapping game for game. Yeah. And Adnan, I mean. Uh, Again, I hate uh, maybe I'm reading too much into these knocks. These guys, the way they act over these knocks. But he took a ton of he took a beating the other night. He I, I thought he was going to sub out too, just like in bomb. So I wouldn't be shocked to see him rested. Mm-hmm. What about the PC adv- advanced PC trap? Or is it not actually a trap? I mean, that's a revenge yeah. game too. Like that is. What if right? you go double revenge? Go Sutter and PC as your two <laughs> defensive players. <and> just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean Victor Giro? Victor Giro. VG? Yeah. He's PC to me, yeah. Uh, that is weird. He was PC. Uh, was he PC last? I don't know. Was he always Giro on uh, DraftKings this year? He was PC previously. I think his... Um, see where? Yeah, I think if you... Never mind. I think he's always been Giro on DraftKings and oh, really? uh, PC huh. on uh, Rotowire and, and like, the Optisites, yeah. Hmm. Ah, well. He's PC to me. He he was awesome the other night. I, yeah. I, I could see it. He, he got after it. Yeah, he yeah, should have scored. He should have scored. He was off the post. I, was, I, was <laughs> uh, I went with the, the wrong build, apparently, that uh, would have had the odd nine to PC assist goal combo, if not for the, the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Wong gets on the end of it. Yeah. You're talking to two guys yeah. that had the good side of that, and you were the one who didn't. I'm yeah. a, I had I had some some Huang in GPP. I wouldn't I wouldn't completely uh, left for dead. Mm, there you go. Good. Um, I don't think I'm going to pay for Breck Shea. I'll say that much. Um, the revenge game. <laughs> who is he not played for at this point? <laughs> yeah, revenge on Kai Kamara style. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Um, is there really anybody? In this mid range, I mean, you, you get down to four thousand like pretty quickly. I feel like like I'm not sure I'm gonna even want the roster spot for the Dallas fullbacks. And then after that, I mean, I think 
we're almost contractually obligated to mention Ray Gaddis, although I'm not sure. Um, I'm, I'm I'm not sure that goal is coming this week, but maybe never know. Um, it would be Man, nice if he took for, one shot. He needs to take a shot first. Yeah, that's yeah. All. <laughs> as soon as he once he first takes a shot, then we can start talking about the yeah. goal. Um, in fairness, he's never missed the goal on a shot, um, but he also hasn't taken one yet. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, is there he still anybody? Gets there. Yeah, is there anyone in this low, like in the lower tiers, that's worth looking? Um, I mean, uh, Brault Guillard, or however you say it, he had a good game. He started uh, last game and had a pretty good game. He's thirty three hundred from Montreal. Um, I don't know if he keep if he continues to start, and it feels like I want to say he might have even started higher up the pitch. Um, I'll have to look back at that. But I'll- yeah, Montreal did this weird like double. They're both their attacking wingers were defender eligible on DK, and then tight air was like was there and uh, sort of in the middle between them. It was really it was a weak it was a weird lineup, but Bronchiard was good. One of them subbed off early, if I remember right. So he lasted seventy. Or no, I'm sorry, that was somebody else. Um, who did I just Zig or uh, wait? Who was it? Ziegler. Yeah. He has a goal in two straight, I believe. Yeah, two straight, and that's all. That's the only points if you look at his game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's what you're getting out of him. You mm-hmm. got to get your, you got to get your goal if you want value from Ziggler. Thirteen and a half and twelve and a half. That's not bad. Um. Yeah, it just it gets. I feel like it gets barren pretty quickly after these expensive guys. Um, yeah, I'm trying to trying to find some yeah. values, but I mean, really, it's 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 pretty barren, like you said. Um, it's wild, yeah. <laughs> I mean, by by I think was he the he had a start a couple of games ago for Montreal. Mm-hmm. I think he was the other guy. Yeah, yeah, he's thirty two hundred. So I don't know if he starts again. He might be worth looking for, but he doesn't. No free squares in the defense. No. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I really feel like you got to try to find the funds to, to get the Orlando guys in there. Like, I feel yeah. like those are the, the plays on the slate. Completely agree. I could, I could, I could go with a Breck Shea lineup here and there. Come on. He's still playing higher up the field for, uh, well, I guess he's, I'd say higher up the field. I mean, Atlanta's got that kind of wing back set up. I think what that does is when you when you do if you especially if you go double if you pay up for both Orlando guys that almost takes you off you know an Orlando midfield option. Do you think it's better if you're playing both those guys to just go with Dwyer because they're gonna he's gonna be on the receiving end of their crosses, like for the correlation? Yeah, I mean, definitely in GPP builds, I like that. Ugh. <laughs> the more they cross, the less Mueller crosses, all right? Like, Mueller's only crossing an open play. I mean, excuse me, from set pieces. Right. Presumably. Yeah. I'd rather take the fullbacks than have to hope for 14 corners from Mueller or nine shots from Dwyer or five fouls drawn and six shots from Nani. Yeah, I mean it's a tough slate. It's it's light. It's thin on value. You just gotta a few of the ones we 
I think you're going to end up playing Jack Price. Is it Jack Price at this yep. point? Yeah. He's going to be 5,600 before we know it. Ugh. A new, um, uh, who is it? An, an EPL key? Yeah. The new key. The, ML, the key of MLS. <laughs> Colorado key. Bramlett's uh, <laughs> all over that now. Loves I used to, I I I might have also been the first person to ever play Jack Price in cash too last year. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. You're a trailblazer. You must not have done you too well then. If you're uh, just snap dismissing him like last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was on last week. <laughs> um, Trip and B. Oh, anyone else? <laughs> I got nobody else. And nobody else. Nothing here. I don't even want to talk about goalkeeper. Don't play Tim Howard. That's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, my fault for uh, shouting him out last podcast. Ugh. It was it was it was between him and uh, Guzan, right? And Guzan ended up with a clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Those were the yeah. two the two cheapos. Yeah, that's a rock and a hard place. Those two. Um, you wonder why the U.S. never does anything in international <laughs> soccer. <laughs> In fairness, I was just talking about that 14-save Belgium game from Tim Howard, yeah. which we lost anyway. Anyone know why we lost that game? I mean, it wasn't because of Wanda. Oh, was it? Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. I think it was. <laughs> I, we didn't win it because of him. We didn't lose it because of him. I'll put it that way. Right. Oh well. All he right. would have been offside. He would have been offside anyway. <laughs> that better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, not to make this a Wando podcast. Um, that's all we have. Uh, if you would like to follow up with these guys, you can find Skyler on Twitter at DraftKicks. Daniel is at TrippinB underscore. That's Trippin, not Tripping. No G, TrippinB underscore. I'm a Rotowire Andrew. Uh, we're also available in the Rotowire Discord, which is available for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat if you have not joined. Gentlemen, thank you for all that. And... Good luck Friday and Saturday. Good luck, guys. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.